Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. It's uh, it's exciting. It's a long weekend here in Melbourne. Beautiful. Queen's birthday, Beautiful the big weekend. freeze. I'm wearing my uh, fight M&D beanie. Good boy. It's nice and cosy. So at least I won't be uh, going under the ice bath this year like no. last year. Oh, that was very funny. We won't we won't go. But <laughs> <laughs> well, my chair just uh, <laughs> broke. Mate, I thought it. you said you lost seven kilos. <laughs> I have. Uh, yeah, last <laughs> night uh, last night I was telling D actually since October I've lost seven kilos. The chair likes to think the otherwise. The, the chair thinks otherwise, like you just said. But, mate, we've got a big show today. Just before we go any further, should we be transparent about what happened? Uh, about what? Well, what just happened. How long were we recording? Oh, for? yeah. Yeah, you go. Share it. Well, we were recording <laughs> and we were actually... <laughs> On a very, roll. We were we sort of... Happy with that. Yeah, exactly. We like to make the eye contact when we're like, yep, we've hit that one. And uh, we were going quite well and then... I was talking and then Doss's face sort of turned a whiter shade of pale. Well, I was like, song. I was on the computer for a couple of minutes, not probably intently listening. No, you weren't listening to a thing I was saying, which is fine. Um, <laughs> hopefully the listeners are. But then uh, then you looked at me and said, mate, I said, what? He said, only one of the mics are on. Do you <laughs> the, mind? Whole, like, the whole yeah. time. How so, long were we talking? Uh, 25 minutes? Uh, Maybe 20 we've minutes. We've done four podcasts today, so a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing about 20 minutes, so... Great. So well, we're starting uh, again. Well, you know what? Let's hope this. Well, no, this one is going to be better. It will. We're going to make it, it better. So exactly. So today's a big episode. Um, one that we're both really, really pumped and passionate about, and we talk about it every day. For those who don't know, D and I, we talk every day over the phone. We do. Um, and I think we relate that back to you know you you are who you surround yourself with those five people. That's right. The um, average. So we're always talking to each other every day about what we're doing and our goals and keeping each other accountable. And and today's episode is about the expectations. Of life. Exactly. Um, you know, what is our expectation, whether that be work, um, family? Uh, the biggest one is, I guess, the future in terms of your career. Exactly. Um, and, exactly. and a lot of pressure gets thrown on people probably within our age bracket that, you know, 18, well, we're 25, but that from 18, finishing school to even 30, um, you're probably, um, you're looking at, well, the term gets thrown around having your life together. Basically, yeah. And Way it's so it. much pressure and I hate it. Um, I hate it so much like because I'm so far from it. Well, this is one of the topics that really kind of get us nice and aggravated. Yeah. When we talk on the phone, we get a bit sort of fired up and the blood starts flowing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's going to let off a bit of steam, yeah. which is good. So, it's, it's a, but it's also a, a topic that is well debated, you know, like... Absolutely. Um, this okay. is the, this is the normally the mother and father versus the children kind of debate or your or your sort of grandparents. Yeah. This is the uh, often the little kind of family arguments. Speed that and, and volume. That's right. Speed and volume. Can you say that one more time? Speed. Yep. And <laughs> <laughs> Gary V. But um, I guess what we're going to talk about is and cover these points. Um, you know, what, what are the expectations that society as a whole have put on us? You know, what is the right thing to do? You know, we're taught to, you know, the school thing, the uni thing, the job thing, the marriage thing, the kids thing, the retirement thing. Yep. Like, that's it. Um, that's life. <laughs> that's, that's what all the people say. <laughs> Frank. Yes. Um, 
the expectations that we have on ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, what are the what are the daily expectations that we put on ourselves, you and I? Um I guess we're gonna debate about the good and the bad of it. Um, you know, what because there's nothing wrong with the norm, yeah, you know, that, that we are kind of, I guess, consistently told. Um, it's a formula that's, that's, that's uh, worked for many. Proven. Yep, yep. Exactly. Um, and then we'll throw in some killer questions as well. <laughs> Thank you, John Thank Ralph you. Yeah, and Glenn exactly. McFarlane. Um, <laughs> supporters of the show. They listen in every week. Yes. Uh, but we had a nice little coffee this morning. We did. We went from, from our future sponsors. Yes. Our, our very favourites down here. Um, uh, we'll just, a uh, gym. That's all we'll say. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, there's a many a gym around. Yeah. But um, good coffee. Great coffee. Doesn't know who I am, knows who you are. But yeah. thinks your name is Wayne. With an <laughs> I explained M. that story last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's just a it's classic. A, it's a, yeah. We like to That's take the piss out of you and call you Wayne sometimes because most people can't and I don't enjoy quite it. grasp the fact that your name is Wayne. I have a D in there. I believe that There's a D on the end. There is. Well, actually, you, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an E on the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. But. Uh, it was a stepbrother's quote. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Sorry, I'm yeah. not very well educated in the uh, movie department. But. If, I believe you got an Instagram DM once where somebody <laughs> said, Hi, Wayne. Uh, just Did checking I? in. <laughs> I think so. I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe I made that up. No, but every time you order a coffee, it's always order for Wayne. Yeah, well, you're Wayne. trying. Uh, mm. So our sponsors think your name is Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll let's, move on. Let's tuck in. You go for it. You know, you okay, roll with well, it. Well, I was given the duties this week of uh, preparation. Notes. Yeah, Google Docs in terms of actually being the creator which is a nice little it's change. very helpful having google docs oh it's great it's great uh, another one of our favorite um supporters Tools. google yeah. um so <laughs> we just wrote down some points to cover as we often do and we're going to have this uh, little chat shortly about what what's better is it better to expect less and achieve consistently or expect more fall short but perhaps get higher than you probably would have if you aimed lower mm. so have a little chat about that and uh We've also got the general expectation of society in 2020, which uh, a big one. that's a big that's a big boy. And then uh, Kelly questions expectations <laughs> in yourself, and uh, we'll even go into some expectations versus reality. All right, Dave, come on, let's um, the first one. All right. Today's society, 2020. Um, everyone around us, um, the world. What's the what's the expectation? You know? Okay, so or what are we told? Well, what are we told? What What is the question that you always got asked as a child? Most people did. And that was, what are you going to do when you're older? What are you going to be? And uh, we all got asked that. Did you enjoy that question? I didn't. Uh, no, not really. Especially never... especially like later. Oh, it's such a hard bloody question to answer. When I was five, I wanted to be a vet. Did you really? I did. Hmm. Um, that changed pretty quickly after realizing... You do love your dogs. I, I don't mean... <laughs> Not as much as Jared King, but <laughs> he's got a lot of dogs, a lot of images of dogs yeah. in his house. But Wade found that very strange when we uh, went to his house uh, quite recently. But um, <laughs> yeah, so we get asked that question: What do you want to do with life? And basically, choose a career path. Basically, so whatever that career path may be, and then it's very simple from there. You go to primary school, you go to high school, you graduate, you get a decent. Well, you get, yeah, you get your ATAR. Get your ATAR off to uni, and then what happens? You study for three, four, five, eight years if you're going into more sort of serious professions. That's probably not the right word. Probably more M- medicine. Medicine. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and then what happens? You just come out of uni, and then that's it. You get a job, and then you climb that ladder, and mm. meanwhile you sort of save money. Mm. Find your uh, find your woman or your man. Mm. Decide on kids or not, and uh, tuck away in a nice little investment property. Retire up and in the hills. Yes, yeah. that's it. Retire, 
and uh, live happily ever after. Yeah. Basically, that that's life, isn't it? That's the American dream. That's life. <laughs> that's what. All Frank, Frank Sinatra. Sorry. But did we already sing that earlier? We sang that twice now. Oh. <laughs> that's okay. We'll probably sing it again. Yeah. We've actually finished the episode with singing. That's life. Ah, uh, but yeah, it's a lot. Like we've said, like it's something we're both really, really we get really pumped about talking about this topic. But because um, we don't agree with it well, necessarily, do no, we? for uh, ourselves, no. For ourselves. But that, and I think a big part of that is because we've probably educated ourselves on what else there is. Well, talk about your book, Josh. Your favorite book? Oh uh, yeah. Well, my favorite book, um, and I've only I still haven't finished it, mind you. But it's just it's changed my thinking, and we're both massive readers, and um, obviously wanting to learn and grow and. Um, become better people but the four-hour work week by tim ferris it's been like it's absolutely blown my mind in so many ways um basically what it is saying is the opportunity to live the life that you want to live exactly and create um doesn't mean creating a big multi-billion dollar business or a, you know taking a huge risk and leap it's like if you actually look at the logistics and technology like and this mind you this book this is well, well before this book probably came out what, over 10 years ago. So, um, I probably should have checked that, but I'm pretty sure. Like, well, it, That's okay. I, it was a curly question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it came out uh, quite a while ago. So, you look at technology and how far it's come now, the opportunity to actually create, you know, a work from home and create a business or create an income for yourself online, yeah. it's pretty crazy. So, um, I guess that's really... Ch- that education and then before that um you know i'm massive on watching content on youtube about different opportunities and ways you can you know create you know we both believe in multiple income streams yep um whereas you're not taught that through school and you know um well it's that generation thing because our parents generation was a little bit different and the next generation working class like you know you 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 work you find your job you work bloody hard at it you provide for your family that's right and then hopefully if you're lucky, you get to the end and get to enjoy a bit. Exactly. And um, I think, but the thing also too is that, like you said, with content, we have the ability now to essentially learn almost anything no we excuse. want to. There's no excuse. Yeah. Right. We can learn, if you want to learn how to, well. If you want to talk Spanish, you can learn, you can talk Spanish. Yeah, you can. You yeah. can, uh, you hablo espanol. Yeah. That's not that? quite correct grammar, but okay. I said I speak Spanish. Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, you can learn guitar as you yep. do. You can, uh, if you want to learn to change a tire, I don't know. What it's at your fingertips. L- no, literally, I've I've actually done that. I've been on the side of the road, did not know how to change a tire. And this is not a lie. YouTube? I YouTubed it. Yeah. But then my uncle came and did and it for me. Because you, your car was going backwards. Yeah, probably. But yeah. Um, but it's all there right in front of us. I even okay. say it to my mum when I have to go over and like maybe help or fix with something on her computer. And I just say to her, I just... I don't know how to do it. I just Google it, yeah. like, or I just YouTube it. Like, so I think education—it's just everywhere. If you if you're interested in that, you can learn essentially anything you really want to, Basically. which is so exciting. We live in the greatest time for that, for Definitely. sure. There's really no kind of excuse. So that's why I, I suppose it can be a, a touchy subject with people that are from a older generation, yeah, because they haven't had that same opportunity. Mm. and they don't quite understand that you can really create things from anywhere. Mm. The problem well, I think well, with well most the, people is most people don't have the drive or dedication to stick to it. Well, the, the term the term gets thrown around and this is, and it's from that generation, is get a real job. Yeah, it's horrible. And, 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 and like, what is a real job? Like, what is a real job? Farming? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anything, I think providing a service to me is a job. Yep. It could be that, it could be... 
I don't know. It, what is a real job? It's such an up in the air, like rhetorical. Almost. Yeah, it's yeah. just an unended question. Like, um, but people who are out there possibly taking a risk or jumping and trying something or maybe not succeeding right now, and um, and we, neither of us, are, you know, we both have jobs and. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in that kind of working class sector right now, but we both know that we don't want to be. We're not, and we, well, yeah, exactly. Long term. Our, our um, plan is that we're not going to be there to create something. Necessarily. But, um, well, what about, I mean, you talk about artificial deadlines, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Because well, what, what do you mean by that? Are you talking about there's just this unspoken rule that by, say, age 30, that's when you should have. Exactly. You should be married. Yeah. As so an example. An artificial deadline to me is, yeah, like, and I'll worry about it. Like, yeah, it's stressful. Um, I need to be married by a certain age. Yep. Because it's an artificial deadline and other people are doing it and I've just I've just seen and think that's normal and that's what I need to do. Uh, an artificial deadline, I need to have a kid, my first kid by this age. Yep. It's not a real deadline, it's just it's, I've put it in my head. It's because we've always we um, as going through an education system of school, we've always worked to deadlines. Yeah. Our job is working to deadlines. Everything's yeah. working to deadlines. Anything, football, mm. sport, it, everything is deadlines, deadlines. So then we have to create deadlines for every aspect of our life. Exactly. And that's the biggest uh, the biggest factor in it all if for someone that wanted to, say, take a jump or take a leap or kind of ex- escape that um, the real job kind of, um, you know, if you are working that corporate job or you are working or doing something that you don't necessarily love and you you know your passion's over there, I think there has to be also a balance between reality too like absolutely you know you, you have to cover your ass and you have to make sure you're you know you're you're not it's not all of a sudden nah my passion is writing yeah all of a sudden i quit my job to uh, pursue you know a blog and just hope that it takes off exactly and now i don't have any like you have to make sure you're still covering your bases your expenses are being um we talk about this every day. Yeah, and I'm not a pro at it. I just read and I and I watch content, and I know that, that oh, that's what I the f- the freedom, which is what we talk 100%. about. So often. Well, um, we always talk about the fact that we we don't crave money; we crave freedom mm. in in things that we do in life. It's that freedom lifestyle. Yeah. Um, what about um, the negativity from I guess whether it be peers. Um, well, I guess not necessarily negativity, but that's just another the aspect that falls from the aspect of expectations from people. So yeah, like that, so that like that. Well, one of our frustrations, I think, we find that we talk about is that we don't have many people we can actually be open with and talk about. This like, stuff that's why we talk every day about it. That's yeah. why it's always us. And I think there's maybe one or two other people in my life that I can really sort of really tell the truth and how I feel about it all. Because most people just say, "No, look." Let's be real here. Do this, do this, do this. Fall back in. You know, it's a working formula, winning formula, I should say. You're going to be provided with safety. Yeah. Um, but you look at the source that normally tells you this stuff and they're not, you're not envious at all of what they're doing or how they're living. In fact, mm. it's kind of what you want to get away from often. Mm. So, um, but that negativity can be really hard because a lot of people aren't open to listen. Mm set in their ways yeah it's like this is it like they're not open to exploring other but we we were talking earlier and like it's that thing we don't know how long's left Mm. yeah i love this bit yeah like um yeah we had this was flowing really well on the last (laughs) podcast this uh this part but um i basically said to d like 
Um, and we've mentioned it in earlier episodes. Like you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Well, and you I, had a big turning point. Yeah, and I ex- and you know I experienced that with losing my dad at 53 years old, and I was 21 at the time, and yep. um, you know, miss him dearly each and every day, like so much. I still find it really hard. Yeah. Um, but that's the complete like evidence of like. You just expect well, him to live to 70, 80, Exactly, 90, and enjoy that retirement with my mum. Exactly. And like, I oh know I just look at that as an... And so many other people like are in the same boat and have been affected in that way. But it's just a wake-up call to go, um, like, wh- why are you living in accordance with what other people say you should... What, say what you should be doing. Exactly. You know, like, I mean, we've, we've lost people... Everybody knows somebody that was way too young. Yeah. And I mean, especially recently, in the last few years, you lose people... At, 18, 19, 20, 21. And you just have, there's just no guarantee. And I think what we were talking about earlier was saying that, you know, a lot of people say, what would you do if you knew you had 24 hours left to live? Now, I think that's the most ridiculous question (laughs) because you spend so much time panicking and then putting pressure on yourself. But the main, um, a better question to ask would be, what would you do if you had five years left? That gives you sort of like, how would you live your life if you had five years left? You knew that there's that artificial deadline. You've Mm. got five years left. What are you going to do? Yeah. And then would you really be happy doing what you're currently doing each and every day? Yeah. That just keeps me in check personally. That's a really good question. I don't ask other people. I just ask myself. Yeah. Well, I, it's, and you know this because we've both read this book, but High Performance Habits by Brendan Brashard. I think that's got to mention in the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not seeing any royalties though. No. <laughs> but like one of the things is, you know, or the whole seeking clarity part and um, every morning in the shower asking yourself, what can I get excited about today? Just today, yeah. It's, it's so dumbed down and simplified, but it makes so, so much sense. Because if you don't have anything, doesn't. yeah, if you don't have something to get excited about or look forward to, like what the hell are you doing? Exactly. Well, one of the questions here. Like, oh, what did we talk about this morning with the whole weekend thing? Like, everyone. Oh, it, and this yeah. is an awesome topic, and it probably relates so heavily to a lot of us in our generation, that age gap, you know, between 18 and 30. But gosh, we live for Fridays. We and we live do. for Saturdays. And and I'm guilty of it. And so am I. you touched on, you know, yourself. You never drank early. And, like, you know, when you were younger, and you, you were looking at everyone else and going, Everyone just lives for the weekend. That's yeah, that's and they and they so blow their money, money alcohol, and yeah. and like you just see it, people working their nine to five and getting up every day and going to work. Um, not some aren't miserable, some are happy, but exactly. but they're they're not doing what they would probably necessarily love to do. Well, if you work nine to five, that's forty hours a week. That's so much of your life, and it's yeah. your it's your youth as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's when you're healthiest normally. It's when you've got the most energy in life. That, that's the exact point. Is like, well, why don't you use this time to do stuff that you, what you can do? What do you love to do? Oh, well, I love to travel. So why wait till you're 60, 70 to travel when you can't do some of the things you exactly. could have done when you were 20 to 30? Well, we were talking about like that whole live for the weekend thing. Like and we were saying... like, God, that, we're going to cop it from some people because oh, some yeah. people are going to go, are you an idiot? Like, well, the thing though, but the thing is we, we say we like those two. We like having those weekends where we're like, okay, we're going to yeah. write this one off. But I think like one of the things I did recently is I just, I didn't even tell anybody. I just jetted off to Sydney for the weekend. Yeah, that was really, like, really you know, random. I'm going to blow some money. I may as well go to a different city where I don't know anybody and just meet people and hang out and had, mate, had so much fun. And that's... You know, that's how I like to travel, just spontaneous. But yeah, those, those I just I just find it difficult sometimes that people say, okay, I'm going to go really hard Saturday night, right off Sunday and just sit in bed all day and order some food and that'll be it. Mm. And I just think, well, that's fine. But what about those, the core hours of each and every one of your days? 
nine, uh, sorry, Monday to Friday, why don't you do something that you're passionate yeah. about or have something on the side that makes you excited? Yeah. Other than just, okay, I'm just so excited to get pissed. It's funny. In the, and Daniel Shaw, or D, as we all know him, he's actually just recently bought, purchased the four-hour work week, which I'm looking forward to him picking it up and having a read. Mate, I'm actually intimidated to read. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a part in it as well. Or he talks about it quite often. Um, we We don't ask enough questions in terms of, what the opportunities are. So yeah. a nine to five, for example, like what if you could get all your work done in four days and your exactly. boss was happy for you to take that fifth day off? You don't know unless you yeah, unless try. You live it, yeah. um, so when you want to say, do the things you want to do, you don't have to leave your job. There's, exactly. there's ways to negotiate exactly. and to live the life that you want to live, you know, not, not just, not just read the book and go through the step-by-step guide of what you should and what you've been taught and told. Like there's avenues and little side roads and little roads you've never heard of that you can actually go down and it leads to exactly what you've been looking for. You might not need to quit your job. Um, exactly. But you might be able to find something fulfilling, um, you know, on the side of that and still be able to, you know, earn enough money to do what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's it's just... To me, I just find it sometimes puzzling that people just live in so much unhappiness. I mean, I don't love my job. <laughs> in fact, I don't like it at all. But what it does, the good thing about my job is that it inspires me each and every day to get out, yeah. basically. So then yep. now I've just really taken some action to mm. create more other income streams in my life and look at little investments and things that could just turn into something bigger eventually. Yeah. Just keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping yeah. away. Well, let's... Because we, right when uh, we're in the middle of this part, that's when we had the realization that the podcast was actually not recording my microphone. But not just quickly take us through like your, I guess, journey. And we've gone through it in, in probably many ways previously. But just quickly, Brief, the school yeah. thing, the work, when you left school, the studying, and then obviously now and now where your mind's at with all this. Well, it just fits into the whole expectation thing. So I, as I told you, I dropped out of school end of year 11. Hated school wasn't for me terrible student so we got out that was fine worked for four years with my dad who had a similar business to what your dad did so um, events management networking um, all that b2b sales all that kind of stuff so that was great and that that period of my life i learned so much i built so many great connections met so many great people so i'm so thankful for that and then during that time as i spoke about a couple weeks ago on the podcast is when i started to lose weight and fitness was my number one sort of passion in life so naturally i thought okay i'm going to be a sports scientist so i did some extra work to get into uni obviously never finishing school so i had to mm. do a bit extra do some tests all that sort of stuff studied pretty hard got into uni was all fired up and i just expected okay three years of study now waltz out the door i'll just start working in that industry in 10 years time i'm going to be you know sports scientists of manchester united yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and that's and then you're happy and that's life and okay i'm going to travel the world at different football clubs or soccer clubs or cricket whatever it is um but recently i've just i just know in my heart it's just not for me at all Mm. and i just find passion in creating my own like i like creating stuff for myself like creating my own wealth yeah my own happiness my own being control of yeah exactly so where are you at with that because you have this debate you find this hard like we debate yeah you sometimes just rant and (laughs) <laughs> Which is fine. I love yeah, it. Yeah, well, Dave probably cops it a bit, but and I and like this is hard for me because, um, like, I've only just recently started a new job. Yeah. Um, 
and I left an old job and, and I'll open up about it and be pretty transparent about it. And um, so I was in an industry, like I was in my dad's business. So we sold dad's event management business, corporate entertainment business um, to another company that did the same thing. Um, I was studying, so I've, I, I studied sport management. So similar to you, I was like, I, I finished year 12, um, got a terrible ATAR, which you all should know by now from previous <laughs> episodes. Um, and then didn't want to go to uni. And then I found like a little TAFE course um, through a company called AFL Sports Ready. Um, did like a little traineeship. Um, so did like a Cert 3 in sport development and a diploma in, um, shit, might have been business. A diploma in business. And then, I didn't even know. No. Nah, and then, but through that, I like, um, if you finished it, you could get into uni at La Trobe to do sport management. Yep. And I thought, oh, I always wanted to do sport management if I was to study. That'd be the one subject. And then I got in. And I was like, oh. so I went to uni, went to La Trobe, studied that for three years. Kind of everything happened with my dad at the end of the second year. And I remember kind of going, oh, should I do it? Keep going. So I just finished the last year. Um, and then finished all of that. Um, got a part-time job at St Kilda. Um, doing some administration um, and logistics stuff. So the funny thing was that would have been a dream job. Yeah, initially. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I got in there. Well, because for seven or eight years, like I was actually working in the VFL as yeah. a vol- like volunteering, mm-hmm. and like because I knew I wanted to be in footy. Like, yeah. so I'm dedicating my weekends from when I was like 14 all the way to 22, and not getting a weekend, going to the footy and working, and then got to the Saints, got my job part time, and I was still working at the nursery where I was part-time as well and then um dad's business which we sold they kind of came to me and said hey there's some opportunities here would you like to kind of be involved um so i then started a sales job with um, that business selling you know some awesome stuff and doing exactly what my dad was doing you know i'm, I'm talking to my dad's clients i'm connecting with them i'm you know it, it was pretty special and then that then just turned into full-time and i, I left the saints because it wasn't what i thought it was going to be um great experience love my time there and all the people were awesome but there wasn't a full-time job for me at the time at the club so i had to kind of find full-time employment elsewhere and then yeah i've been i was with this company for the like for a year and a half two years dad's company and um yeah one of my clients there was an opportunity uh, one of my clients in a sales role on the peninsula um and a totally different industry like in a trade so like a manufacturer of a electrical manufacturer Thought, not, you know, not your strong suit. No, I don't. I'm not a tradie. I don't know anything. To, I don't even know how to turn the light switch on. Like, um, but so I, I got the job, and I, I'm now like, you know, I'm in a sales job for this company, and and it's really cool. And you know, if I'm speaking openly, honestly, like the pay is so much better than the last job. Not so much better, but it's helped. Um, you know, the the benefits are there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm not. I've only been in it three months, and I'm kind of going. Is this? This doesn't feel like it's not. It's not my. It's not my passion and my purpose. And exactly. I, and I think the feedback I've been getting from family members and stuff is why you started this job in the middle of the pandemic, the COVID nineteen thing. You actually haven't got to experience it yet. Mm. I'm only just kind of starting to get to get out and see people now, and I understand that. But what it's what it's allowed me to do working this job from home is kind of actually think to myself like, you know. That, there's other opportunities if I was to really work hard and, um, you know, I'll, there's there's other things I'd love to do um, without, I guess I've always thought 
get the corporate job. There's opportunity to grow there. That's the main reason why I probably took the leap because it was opportunity for progression. Just step, yeah. Um, in that business, I could go from this role to that role to that role to that role. And now being in it, I'm going, I respect everyone in it and everyone that chooses to do that. And like, it's an awesome job for anyone that, you know, likes it. But I'm like, I don't think that's... It's, I heard a really good question the other day. Look at your boss. Do you want his job? Yeah. One day? Such a good question. If you don't, why are you there? Exactly. Well, I was going to ask you because going back to expectation, what's the perception that people have on your job? You told me something before. When your friends, when you tell people what you do, what is the general perception of they think you're living in a This is going to sound really arrogant. Oh, no, no, I'm not even going to say that because my job is a people person job. Yeah. Involves you building a reputation yep. with a lot of people. Um, and kind of you want to be the point of contact that people want to, hey, Wade, can you get this for me? Can you do that? Can you do this? Mm-hmm. But you do that by building rapport and building a good relationship with all these different people. And I was, you know, I had a, I told my mates about a couple of boys about this job the other night. I caught up with a bunch of guys that I hadn't seen in ages. And they basically it was like a tap up. Gee, Dossie, you're killing it, mate. You're flying, mate. Like, look at you go. And it felt good. But at the same time inside, I was like, I don't feel that. Exactly. Like, um, and it's so good you can be honest about it too because most people don't. You'll just, you'll just be like, okay, yeah, you're but right. But see, so many people could feel, get that um, comment from someone and go, I am doing really well. Like, oh, no, they think I'm doing really well so I need to keep doing that. False sense of happiness. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I probably rambled on them but... Um, no, mate, no, it was good. It was pretty raw. I like it. I love it. But um, yeah, well, I mean, what other points do we have about the society aspect, the, the perception of society. Um, we, we could probably relate back to the expectation thing on Instagram. Like, um, That's a big one, a and, huge one. You know, people, it's a highlight reel of people's lives. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's how it, that's what it's created for. That's how it should be. We only see the good most of the time. Yeah. And this podcast for us is the platform to be, not to go against that grain, but to be raw and authentic. Well, exactly. Well, you, we were laughing earlier about the whole, and we'll get into this just a little bit later on, but what about the, um, you know, when you put a video up, how many takes does it take? <laughs> oh, oh, we'll talk about that later. Oh, we'll, ta- we'll, keep, other, yeah. we'll keep that till later. But yeah, because I don't have many points for that. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Not well researched. No, kidding. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a highlight reel of people's lives. And what I find, mate, what I, without going into, you know, recent events in the world, but... Whenever something topical happens in the world, everybody, there's a trend that everybody expects to follow, mm. right? Whether you truly, all right, so if you work for a corporate job, you have to have the same views as normally the managers and the bosses and mm. those above you and whatever the company believes in, which is fine. That's part of being an employee. But you can't, then you have that expectation of everybody to fight for the most recent cause or you know, you know what I mean? Show your support for whatever's topical and trending. Like, it's fine and it's good to jump on those trends, but it's just that unspoken rule and that strange expectation that everybody has. I just, to me, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. something, okay, yes, if you believe it and you want to show support, that's great. Most people condemn you. But if you're doing it because you feel, all right, I have to do it, I just think it's unhealthy. Yeah. No, I and we we're talking about this just before, and we won't mention what we we're talking no. about. But um, when you, yeah, you talk about you know news and what's happening in the world, and um, especially for the more high high profile you know types, exactly. those that you know have the pla- that you know the high like a large audience 
um, and their platform and their voice could really impact. Well, um, one, one way I can explain it is that, so the university that I go to, um, you have to sign pretty much every year. You have to, it's almost like consent forms, which never used to be the case where you have to physically sign and agree to what the university believes in. Mm. Most of it, well, sorry, yeah, most of it everybody believes in. Of course, we agree with what we're signing and it's the rights of other people and people's feelings and how to talk. And that's like... But there's some things on there when you go... There's a, but then there's a little part that just you always question and think, why, like, this is just... I don't agree with that. But, yeah. mate, you cannot physically get your degree unless, unless you, you sign signed. and agree and say, yes, I agree. I mean, I think that's that's totally what we're against as a freedom type of speech. Of yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, so it's fine. You can have it, an, and especially about... You, uni is supposed to be where you have opinions and have debates but it's like okay you can believe in whatever you want as long as it's in line with what we believe Mm. and yeah that's that's, tough that stuff just yeah i don't that's just one thing i personally don't like yeah what about uh (laughs) um expectations you know on ourselves you know if you can share a few like um what are some expectations that you have on yourself at the moment okay so yeah we wrote down a few points each and what we just what we expect from each other. And this is a bit sort of different to... Probably more values-based. And yeah, yeah, that's a better way to put it. So, um, it's oh, look, I just started very simple. Whenever I do, I just thought about working out. Whenever I do a training session, I like to be focused. Because you know when you're training and you're not really mm. focusing in on what you're doing and you yeah. don't really care and you're just going through the motions. So, I expect that in that period of time that I'm working out, I'm just focused and all in yeah Yeah, basically and that i sort of apply that to all areas of my life whether it's or try to and i we spoke about it about some of our bad habits um last time but you know when you're working on a venture you expect that okay if i'm going to work for the next two hours i expect myself to do my best to be totally focused not distracted all in for those two hours yeah well what about yourself what have you got um just going down um yeah probably similar to What's, yeah, more along the, all right, well, who do I want to be? That's probably yep. more the wording of it. Um, and that comes under an expectation. So an expectation on myself is, you know, always wanting to, to be a kind, generous, and, you know, and joyful person. So that's to everyone. Well, it um, comes back to that book again. Yeah, three. I know. Yeah. yeah, like who who do you want to be? Like what's the clarity behind... Um, you as the, a person. Yeah, yeah, the identity you want to leave, you know. And, exactly. And I guess any interaction you have with someone, you know, what's what's the expectation you want to put on on that relationship you know well i want them to it's funny though because this this comes back to a top like something i've been talking a lot about with uh, my partner meg like is we both are people pleasers yep and i'll always you know i'm i'm going to expect and i always expect myself to be kind generous and joyful to everyone i come across but i'm not going to cuz not everyone's going to like you no of course not and that's what i'm slowly learning like you have interactions with people whether it's work or you know down the street or whatever it is and someone might i don't know uh, you you could be the nicest person you possibly could be to someone and someone's going to react not in the way you would normally 80 percent of people would react to you they might get you know brush you off and i'm a person that would take that to heart because i take so much pride in trying to be and expect myself to be that person um so my actual tug of war is actually trying to you know i expect myself to be kind generous and joyful to everyone but i don't i can't let them control makes well that's the thing we talked we actually talked about it when we're having the coffee today about something my sister told me yesterday which was awesome because i was ranting to her about not being able sometimes to 
express how I feel about certain things. And she said, well, you know, a lot of people appeal to everybody. Mm. We all want to be liked. But if you appeal to everybody, you actually appeal to nobody because you're just saying yes. You're becoming yes, man. You're just saying yes, yes, yes. If you don't disagree with anybody or anything, then you don't have a niche. You don't have a support base because you're just... You're just another. Yeah, you're just one of everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. that's true. Yeah, you're just a note taker. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, well, another one of mine. Um, what's similar to the last one? Like show respect to people from all walks of life, and that's that's partly probably because that was one of my dads. Um, yeah. So I've kind of. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this one too, but you know, just the expectation of um, of the of being there for your family. Um, exactly. I mean, these are all very self. They're pretty basic. They're like, all very. It's just like, what do you, yeah, expect yourself? And again, like I expect that I do contact my family members and ensure that I do speak to them regularly, and um, and not falling into the trap of what we talked about earlier about this whole okay, I'm, this is the way I have to live. That's another expectation I have on myself. And like you say, again, one of my other expectations, enjoy life as much as possible, you know, in the moments that are sort of more lighthearted or mm. less intense or, you know, when we talked about it, we go on those weekend benders, if we, okay, this is a weekend, well, that's time to enjoy. Like, yeah. I expect myself to put everything aside and just be present and yeah. enjoy and, mm. yeah. All right, how about let's quickly go back, um, you know, we're talking about our expectations on ourselves, but... We did tell the listeners we were going to do a bit of a debate. Uh, what's 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 best? You know, but not, neither is best. But no. it's good to probably look at the pros and cons of both. Exactly. You know, um, and we are specifically re- relating that to this is our opinion of what we think society, um, you know, is the right thing to do. The following does not reflect the feelings of the Dawson D show. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. Well, we. It's funny because ours is like when we talk about it, it's always so career driven. Like it's always about work. It's uh, topical for us. Right? Yeah. Um, but what are the pros to, I guess? Well, let's go over that, just that topic one more time, just because I, we did mention it at the start. But so it is basically which, what is better? What is a better way to live? Is it better to expect less and achieve consistently? So setting smaller goals and always ticking, ticking, ticking them off and feeling good about yourself? Or is it better to expect more? Fall short, but perhaps get higher than you would have anyway, regardless, if that makes sense. If, so you actually don't reach that that height, but, mm. but you still got higher than you would have. So let's start with the with the first one. Is it better to expect less and achieve consistently? What are the pros and cons to that? We don't have notes for this part, no. so this is real off-the-cuff stuff. Expect less and achieve consistently. I would probably go... The pros to that is you're going to constantly, you're going to constantly feel good about yourself. Yep. Because you're going to you're going to continue to achieve. Yep. Um, you know, there's that little dopamine hit when you finish a workout or you, um, you know, you get all your tasks done at work or um, when you're getting the little things done consistently, it's a good feeling. Yeah, and I think especially for people that haven't ever set goals or tried this before it's better it's a good place to start just set little goals and and achieve them i think that's one of the big pros for that but i think one of the cons though is that you never really know no you never really take that real leap of faith out of your comfort zone i think that's when you you really kind of have to look at is the person like one is the person does the person know within themselves that they would love to try a b and c or they told whereas them. someone else might they might actually not think like 
ourselves yeah absolutely. You know, like that person might not be educated enough to go oh well i'd love to well, not necessarily educated but that person might not that sounds really terrible that person might not have big dreams or big no um you know beliefs within themselves of oh, i could do this if i really wanted to but i'd rather just continue to you know to go down this road stay safe you know yeah. if for someone that really has a passion for painting but they're they're not putting any effort or time on the side of what they're currently doing to doing it. Well, that's when I th- you're right. You don't know what you can achieve. Exactly. Um, what about I guess the expecting more? You know, well, expecting more, falling a little bit short, but you're achieving not 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 as consistently as the previous one, but you're you're achieving higher than what you probably would have. Yeah, and I think my my views on this have changed recently because I started listening to a couple of other podcasts that are more business driven podcasts. So they're always high achieving business owners. Often they're multi millionaires or they're they've at least done. They, they're normally like different ways of making money. They have multiple income streams and they're always different. And and some of, and when you hear all these people talk, they always their values always align and some of their beliefs always align and. What they always said, which surprised me, because I've always been told the opposite. They always mm. say it's like there's nothing wrong with dreaming big. Like dream big. Go for those like astronomical goals. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. I was always told, you know, just, well, you're just going to be set up for disappointment. But their attitude is they go in saying, well, I'm expecting to fail, but there's nothing wrong with dreaming big and trying and saying to myself, I'm at, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to go for. And if I fall short, yeah. And what they often say you is... You die trying. Yeah. yeah, because of that... Well, <laughs> die wondering. That's yeah. the best thing. Don't want to die wondering. Exactly. Yeah. That's the biggest pro. You never have regrets. Yeah. But the main thing from that is that they say what comes from trying so hard and working so hard is that, okay, these other paths open up. You I'll meet other people. Exactly. You end up in these different groups. Again, what we talked about, the, the average, you're the average of the five people closest to you and some of the stories they tell about that is insane. And you just end up in this place you never expected. And to me, that's what drives me. The whole freedom thing, I would love to be able to say, I did this, like, I was been to a funeral recently and listening to a eulogy and that person did so many different things. And to me, I'm like, that's a dream. Like, I like that. Like, mm. they did this for five years, this for two years, this for one year. And it, no, none of it is progression. It's all just random things they tried and did. Some of it worked, some of it failed. Mm. But that... That drives me. Yeah. I don't know about you. Well, that's... I'm like, I fear becoming stale. Like, that's probably so my biggest that's fear. That's a good way to put it. Um, and not stale as in becoming irrelevant. More just like... Um, <laughs> mundane, boring, nothing exciting. Just... Groundhog. Just day. living. Yeah. Like, not experiencing. Exactly. Like, I mean... I don't want to get to, and I know so many people that have told me, don't get to 40, 50, 60, 70 and just regret. Yeah. Like, and that's probably my biggest fear. I listened regret. to a really good podcast the other day. Um, like, so it was um, London Real, so Brian Rose, um, but he was interviewing David Goggins. I'm not sure if you read much or know much about David Goggins, but no. he's an ex-Navy Steel and a real kind of mental resilience coach. Okay. Um, he's, he's amazing. So basically what he said was, he believes in God or there's a higher power and you... His biggest fear is getting is when his time's up here on earth, you know, he goes to where he's meant to go, that next life. And, you know, that first interaction with his um with his God, um, God has this list in front of him and goes, David, this is what you're supposed to be, mate. See, you're supposed to supposed to be this badass mother effer. Um, you're supposed to be this amazing business owner. You're supposed to be 
all these amazing things. Yeah. And you chose to stay comfortable. Like you chose, <laughs> you chose to, um, you know, he relates to, he goes like, he, he's so well known for being this tough, amazing, resilient, um, like ultra marathon runner, like almost like a pain, a pain coach. Like he just deals with pain. So it's, it's actually mind bottling. Like he talk his main, um, a well-known quote is like, if you think you're absolutely stuffed, you're actually only 40%. Yeah. You've got 60% left in you. Yeah. When you think you, you're at, you're at your absolute limit, like whether that's exercise, whether that's work, whether that, when you think you're absolutely done and cooked, you've actually got 60% left. It's amazing. Isn't it? Um, which is incredible. But uh, what he said about, you know, getting to the end and, you know, um, I just, I just thought to myself, I'd hate to, you know, I'd hate to get to that next life, get given that list and go, geez, I did not give it a, a crack. It's almost like that theory of somebody, like it's a famous like movie thing where somebody, like you're at the end of your life or you die or you, and you, an angel comes and shows you what your life could have been. Yeah, like your life flashes. Yeah. yeah, and like, it's weird. Like, it's just a weird kind of theory. But when you think about it, it should really inspire people. It inspires me. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's, yeah, that's... But unfortunately, while we're here, like on, you know, living our life here on earth, like it's it's so sad and disappointing. It's horrible that we are all living um, based on the opinion of what the person next to me or my boss or my mum or my dad or my cousin or my auntie or my next door neighbour, what they think. Oh, it's and yeah, I exactly. and it, and it really disappoints me, and I'm guilty of it. And um, you know, if you could, if you know you could be happier, and you know that you could be really experiencing the things that you would love to be experiencing, um, but because of the because of what your mum thinks, or but because of what your spouse thinks, like, and you're choosing not to do it. If if you don't have responsibility, mind you, like course, like yeah. us, but um, I just find that so so <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> well, what are some of the other, I guess, expectations <laughs> versus reality in your own mate? You know, you've okay. got a few there. I don't have as many as you. Well, but here's one of the ones that people expect. You know, they see me walking down the street. They have a good look, <laughs> and uh, they say, "Gee, he's got a really kind of nice, healthy skin tone." Mm. And their expectation: well, he must get a lot of sun, and it's really quite nice. Whereas that's it comes from a bottle. Yeah. And uh, we. What is the What is the brand you use? Just a bit of a uh, shout out. Yeah, Bondi Sands. So if you're listening, I will put photos on Instagram for you. <laughs> Bondi Sands. Do you have a glove that you use? No, I don't. I, no, no. And I'll show the camera right now. My hands are. A bit blotchy. Like, yeah, yeah, blotchy okay. as. And yeah. Ah, uh, one of mine. Like, should, do yeah, I go? No, please, yeah. please, uh, okay. please be my yeah. guest. So, um, one of my expectations versus you know real life. Um, I like. I've always kind of. I've come from a musical family. <laughs> My, my dad could play nearly every instrument, you know, you can imagine. That's, like, true. He could pick up anything and play it. Um, and good vocalist. My sister's a good vocalist. My auntie's, um, you know, my c- couple of my cousins. Leanne? Or does she mm, not know? My mum can't even click. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. It's, Sorry, she'll, she'll, she'll hate hearing that. That's okay, Leanne. We're, just, we're very disappointed. <laughs> but I'll, um, I'll be in the car blasting out my favourite artist, Coldplay. Uh, and Viva La Vida is my favourite song. Me and Dad loved uh, Viva that La was La Vida. your that was your bonding song. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, 
Get to the bit. Yeah. I hear Jerusalem. But the oh, but you're a good singer. We had we did speak once upon a time about a little kind of. Oh, the camera um, keeps off turning off. Again, keep talking, It's Really yeah. annoying. But we were we were used to talk about setting up kind of a little bit of a musical number. It's dead, so you won't be seeing the following. But um, <sighs> we used Camera's to talk. Dead. We used to <laughs> because that's expectation versus reality, right? There, you expect us to charge the well, camera the talk, night before. We talk about this every freaking week that you're going to charge the camera, and it's always got that red light on it. But yeah, we used to uh, we used to actually talk about perhaps setting up a little sort of acoustic kind of a setup mm. because you are quite a good singer, but your expectation is and your reality is what? Uh, <laughs> well, I've just written, uh, singing in the car and absolutely belting it out, Viva La Vida, uh, thinking I'm Chris Martin. Um, then like that mid, uh, my voice kind of breaks, oh. you know? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go all out because it will be quite embarrassing, but... Um, well, yeah. I'm the same, mate. Like, I drive, and sometimes I sing along when it's really loud. I think, mate, I don't know how because I can't sing. Shit, I'm good. I'm in tune. Like, yeah. I'm really hitting the <laughs> notes. And sometimes, have you ever recorded yourself? No, I, uh, when you, I actually haven't. Well, no. I, I recorded myself once <laughs> in my bedroom. I was playing guitar, and I was, no one was home. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I'm, if you had a guitar, that's different. Like, no, you're playing I was guitar. Singing. Yeah, I was singing. No, that's okay. And I thought, far out. This yeah. is really kind of good. I might have to send this to some uh, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> jokes but anyway so i recorded just reminds me of uh kayak and the canoe that episode with the guitar <laughs> <laughs> shout out to kayak and canoe our good friends um still haven't been shouted out on their podcast though so waiting for that <laughs> we are shamelessly promoting ourselves today but uh <laughs> if, if you want to send us money our password is ha <laughs> no keep going anyway okay, right, um you're talking about um Oh, recording yeah, yourself. So, yeah, so I recorded myself while singing and thought, recorded probably 20 to 30 seconds of sort of a real kind of nice sort of love kind of a mm. number. Mm. What was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. Probably more don't than words cruel. extreme. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably was what I was rolling with. And more than words. Recorded myself singing, listened back. Horrible. One note was great, but the rest were just terrible. Excruciatingly painful. <laughs> Spotify. Um. <laughs> Ah, uh, so uh, what else have you got, Dos? Uh, oh well, the quick little one I've got. <laughs> we did tease this earlier. Yeah, I'm a ma- I'm a massive Western Bulldog supporter, so there was a lot of expectation <laughs> on the doggies this year. Uh, reality, <laughs> not so much. No, they got uh, pumped. Just, yeah, but uh, probably <laughs> we, you mentioned this kind of briefly before, but um, and everyone should relate to this, especially like um, those that are Instagram influencers or you must y- be lying if you don't. Um, that whole. It is the highlight reel because I'll, I'll openly share and admit, mate. I've like I'll put up an Instagram story last week. Did you watch mine? I didn't, but I had a week off social media. Oh, okay. So I did a little video on a Friday afternoon, just uh, just a little update in the world of DOS, and um, I filmed it about twelve times before I got the right one. <laughs> what was the? Content? And I didn't up- I didn't. No, I didn't upload the other twelve times. Oh, I, you didn't. I only you uploaded didn't. the good one. Well, so. I thought. We sometimes have to edit. Sometimes we just start shouting random noises. I think we should cut that and one day just put together the a, whole a, a compilation. Yeah. No, there has been numerous times we've had to kind of edit parts y- of the podcast yeah, so because we might have to Daniel or, my, or D or myself have uh, forgotten what and we're going to we start say. singing and dancing. So there's plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Um, <laughs> Inside joke. What about? Uh, come on, give me well, your last couple. Well, okay. Well, it's topical about the show. What about? How many times have we tried to edit the first episode? We've edited at least twice, and then we 
somehow click some button that means it. Well, by the time everyone hears this, the first one, all of them are going to be out. But yes, um, yeah. Oh, gosh. But but yeah, that's sort of giving away a bit of the trade secrets. But editing the first one, there's been so many times where we're like, I swear we've edited this part already, and we listen, listen, listen. It's great. And then the rest of the podcast continues, and out of nowhere, that part we already Stops, edited earlier yeah. just cuts in. So that's that's kind of you just expect the editing to be nice and a nice sort of peaceful and calming enjoyment, enjoying experience. Yeah, yeah and I put sort of a little smiley face here. Um, when you get catfished, <laughs> <laughs> for our uh, single friends out there, um, one of the other things you can you can relate to this. This is this is a, especially a Wade Cusserson favorite. When we say right, the next hour we're working. We're going to work hard. We're going to do this. We're going to go hard. And then we end up on YouTube down a rabbit hole. And uh, it'll be something WWE related. <laughs> it'll be about 2005, 2006. And then... Conspiracy, you know, Kane unmasking. We only have to watch... The problem is, I know people can relate to this. It doesn't have to... Whatever topic. You only have to watch one video. And all the others come up. Mate, we were talking about Australian Idol 2003 the other day. Mate, the amount of time I spent watching performances... <laughs> <laughs> auditions yeah because you only watch one you're like mate i remember this you only have to see one video and then that stupid clickbait on the side that's yeah. the smartest thing youtube ever did because you'd end up there for hours so yeah, that's one of those little sort of expectations you expect you're going to work for an hour and make a lot of money and really you've just increased your knowledge of uh the wwe 2006 roster <laughs> yeah nice day is that um is that us it for the day I think that is, mate. I think that is. Uh, good episode, I thought. I enjoyed it. Uh, as you can probably all hear, uh, we're quite passionate when we talk about... Very excited. Um, ...about this topic. But um, Well, since we've been shamelessly promoting everything today, we'll finish as we always do. Make sure you get in contact with us. Uh, Instagram, emails, uh, everything will be in the links uh, in this... How do you say episode? Uh, the show notes yeah the, show, so. yeah the show notes Yeah uh, Give us five star reviews Send us money Send us nudes uh, All mm-hmm. that kind of stuff um, And uh, let us know What your thoughts are With our theme song It's not bad is it No and we own it so, Do we own it Well royalty free We bought it So we own it So you won't <laughs> get us on that <laughs> See you guys Bye